Welcome to Communication 24-7, a podcast where we communicate about how we communicate. I'm your host, Jennifer Furlong. I read an article yesterday in The Atlantic by a writer named Andrea Stanley, and the article was titled, People Are Hiding that their unvaccinated loved ones died of COVID. It was originally published on January 18, 2022. And in this article, Andrea explores the impact the vaccine debate turned culture war has had on the ability for family members and friends to openly grieve and properly grieve about the loss of their loved ones, specifically when the one who died was someone who was unvaccinated and died of COVID. This article got me thinking about how we communicate to those who are suffering the loss of a loved one. And how we choose to communicate to that person can make a huge difference in how they go through the grieving process. Do we communicate in a way that makes that person feel as if they can be open with their grief? That they will be supported? Or do we communicate in a way that makes that person feel as if they cannot be open with their grief? In essence, making them feel alone. So this isn't one of those feel good, tell me all the things I can do to be a great communicator type of episode. Because life is messy and difficult, communication is messy and difficult, and sometimes we have to communicate about things like death and suffering. And today is one of those days. It's an important topic, and I hope you find this episode to be one of the most impactful episodes you'll benefit from. It's the Amazon you love, but for work. Make workplace procurement easier with convenient delivery options, simplified purchasing workflows, multiple payment options, and a competitive marketplace with business-only pricing and quantity discounts. Anyone who makes purchases for work like procurement specialists, office administration, IT departments, for example, can create a free account for their business. Create your free business account today by clicking on the link in the show notes. Unfortunately, many of you won't even have to imagine what it feels like to communicate with others about death because it has already happened within your family and maybe their death was due to COVID. So to you, I want to say I'm truly sorry. This will probably be a difficult episode, but I hope you hang on because we all need to talk about this and we all need to talk about how we talk about this. So let's get started. Imagine your mom just died, or your dad, your sister, it could be your brother, your spouse, your child. You fill in the blank with anyone you care about. Just imagine that a loved one has just died. And because we live in the age of social media, at some point you decide it's time to complete the unpleasant task of posting the announcement of the death of your loved one to the world so that extended family and friends will know about the loss. Inevitably, the questions will start rolling in. How did they die? That's definitely a loaded question in the age of COVID. And if they did die of COVID, the next question is usually, were they vaccinated? 
That's an even more loaded question. You can feel it oozing with prejudgment. Your loved one just died of COVID and all anyone wants to focus on is their vaccination status, not the fact that they're gone and that you are suffering. The article I referenced at the start of the episode provides heartbreaking examples of family members who have had to endure online harassment, but I'm going to call it bullying because that's what it is. It's bullying. After they've post that their loved one has passed away and after others find out that the loved one who died was unvaccinated, they're getting bullied because of this. Now, I want you to put your opinion about vaccines, about vaccine mandates, your opinion about what it means to be fully vaccinated, your opinions about boosters and all of that stuff. Put all of that stuff to the side for the moment, okay? Put it to the side and think about what it means for a family what it means for friends to lose someone who is important in their life. Think about the gaping hole that is left behind. Again, imagine if it were someone important to you who has just died. Think about how your whole world would change. Now, imagine that instead of receiving condolences, instead of receiving the emotional support you would normally expect and need, while you are trying to come to terms with living your life without this important person you loved so dearly, instead of all of that support, you receive judgment. You log into your social media accounts and instead of reading responses that are supportive, you find yourself deleting messages of condemnation. I'm going to read to you some passages from this article where a woman named Andrea shared her experience. Andrea said, she remembers people saying things like, I can't believe your mom was an anti-vaxxer and I can't believe she didn't understand that COVID could kill you. And one person messaged her to say that they couldn't believe her mother hadn't protected herself. Andrea said that instead of people saying that they were sorry for my loss, they would question my mom's medical choices. It became all about her vaccine status. It was incredibly hurtful. Now, Andrea said that her mom was not anti-vax and she was hesitant. She did admit that her mom was hesitant at first, but she did speak with her doctor and she did make plans to get vaccinated. Unfortunately, she got sick before that happened. But the point here is not the vaccination status of the mom. I hope that you're getting this. That's not the point. The point here is someone who is suffering, suffering trying to come to terms with the fact that her mom is no longer here on this earthly plane of existence and instead of receiving compassion instead of receiving empathy she is receiving messages critiquing her mom's behavior i was surprised to learn from this article that there are apparently scores of online communities that exist solely to insult the unvaccinated dead uh, they uh, also have a nickname for the unvaccinated dead called, quote, COVIDians. Yes, they now have a label for the unvaccinated who died from COVID. COVIDians. How do these online communities go about insulting the unvaccinated dead? Some of them screenshot the dead's photos and posts and then turn them into memes. Imagine going online and seeing your loved one who just died turned into a meme for the entertainment of others. This is incredibly cruel, people. 
And apparently this abhorrent behavior has become enough of a problem that an advocacy group called Marked by COVID was created to offer support to families affected by the pandemic. A co-founder of this organization said in the article that I've been quoting to you that people who have lost an unvaccinated loved one to COVID don't feel safe about sharing their struggles with others for fear of the personal attacks that will likely follow. They're not sharing the full story on obituaries or memorial posts. They are censoring themselves. And in doing so, these people are being denied access to sharing their grief. They are grieving alone. Think about how sad that is. Unfortunately, the unvaccinated dying of COVID is not the first societal taboo when it comes to family members being denied the comfort of grieving openly while feeling supported. Think about the HIV and AIDS epidemic of the 80s and 90s. Think about suicide and drug overdoses. Even think about lung cancer. Kenneth Doka is the author of the book, Grief is a Journey. And in this article, he explained that we see this come to fruition when the victim is perceived to having had a role in their own death. In other words, the victim is blamed for their death. Lung cancer? Oh, they were a smoker? I see. They had that one coming. HIV? They must have been sleeping around. They definitely had it coming. Suicide? What a selfish act. How could they do that to their family? Drug overdose? Another selfish act. They should have known better. Meanwhile, all this judgment is doing nothing to help the loved ones who are grieving. Oh, your dad died of COVID? He wasn't vaccinated? He should have known better. As a result of the judgment from others that come along with the perception that the victim played a role in their own death, loved ones don't feel that they can fully grieve because of these societal taboos. So they hold back telling the whole story or they don't say anything at all because instead of mourning their loved one, they get stuck in a debate denying their need to fully grieve. So here's my challenge to you today. The next time you hear someone announce or see a post online that someone is announcing the death of their loved one, before you make that move to ask them how they died, I want you to stop for a moment and ask yourself, why do you want to know? How is their answer going to influence your perception of the one who died? Is it possible you may become more judgmental? Is it possible that in that judgment, your response may turn into something cruel and callous rather than something supportive for the loved one who is grieving. Remember, they are already suffering. Do you really want to add to that person's suffering? Do you think that your judgment will add anything positive? Do you think they really care to hear it? And do you think vilifying the deceased is going to make any real difference? Other than making yourself feel superior, I mean. So let me answer that question for you. No, it won't make a difference. The person is grieving and you are just making yourself look like a complete asshole in the process. Look, COVID has not been fun. For nearly two years now, we have all been subjected to uncertainty and nothing makes humans more susceptible to behaving more animalistic than uncertainty. 
We don't like not being in control, and this pandemic has definitely created a situation in which we all have felt out of control for quite some time. The frustration at wanting the pandemic to end so we can get back to normal is an understandable feeling. Just be mindful of to whom you are pointing your frustration. I know we feel out of control, and the choice to get vaccinated is one of those points of contention that goes to the core of control. But that is neither here nor there with what I'm focusing on today. I'll tell you, one thing that you are in control of is how you choose to communicate to others in their time of need. When you find out another person is suffering the loss of a loved one, regardless of how that loved one died, you can choose the path of empathy or you can choose the path of judgment. You can be the source of comfort or you can be a source of pain. You can choose to be compassionate or you can choose to be cruel. What will your choice be? Thank you for listening to my rant today. <laughs> um, I just feel really strongly about this topic. And when I read this article um, in, in the Atlantic, I just felt inspired to record today's episode. I think it's something that needs to be said. I'd like to thank Andrea Stanley for writing an article that inspired me to think about the part I play in another's journey with grief, especially in the time of COVID. If you are one of the millions of people who agree that our society is more divided than ever, I invite you to contemplate the role that you play in that division. How you respond to someone who is letting you know that their loved one just died, and then you find out they died from COVID, how you respond to that can play a part in that division. So take responsibility for how you communicate with others. The link to the article is in the show notes, and I highly recommend that you read the article for yourself. I'm willing to bet it will inspire you to think critically about how you communicate to others during their time of grief in the age of COVID. At least I hope it will. Till next time, take care. If you enjoy listening to podcasts, it's a good bet you probably enjoy listening to audiobooks as well. Have you tried Audible? There are literally thousands of audiobooks and podcasts on Audible with new titles being added every week. So here's the good news. You can try out Audible Premium or Audible Plus free for 30 days. You can listen anywhere, anytime, when commuting, exercising, running errands, or while doing housework. Check out the links in the show notes to access your free trial today. Thanks for listening to the Communication 24-7 podcast with your host, Jennifer Furlong. You have chosen to spend part of your day with me in your ears and in your headspace, and I appreciate that. I'd like to ask you for a couple of favors. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave me a rating and a review, because the more ratings and reviews the show has, the higher up the list it will move. Also, please recommend the Communication 24-7 podcast to your family and friends who, let's face it, could probably use some communication skills training anyway. Am I right? And lastly, email me your pressing communication-related questions. I know you got to have some. Email them to info at communication247.com. That's info at communication247.com. That's all, folks. Till next time.